This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. I hate turkey hunting. I'm freezing. Me too. It feels like 25 below. 25? Did you know you can get up to 25% off grocery store prices at BJ's Wholesale Club? Up to 25% off? BJ sounds perfect for Thanksgiving shopping. They have really good turkey prices too. Then what are we freezing our bleeps off out here for? Let's go to BJ's. Save in-club or shop on BJ's.com and pick up in-club or curbside. BJ's. Absurdly simple savings. Hey guys, this episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the God is My CEO, a prayer journal for entrepreneurs. Up until this point, you've heard me every week tell you about the features of the journal, all of the great things that come with it, but I want to switch it up a little bit and read you guys a review. It's one thing for me to say how great this pot, this uh, journal is. I want you guys to hear from someone just like you. So here's one of the top customer reviews on Amazon. It says that this by far is the best journal I've ever had. I struggle with ideas for my business and handling everyday decisions with my business. Ever since I started journaling in this journal, I felt that God has been more present in my decision making and in my life. I am so grateful for a journal that I can not only write my personal business in, but my entrepreneurial business as well. I recommend this book to anyone that loves journaling and anyone that wants to get closer to God. I love how the author included scripture references for things that we struggle with daily. Also, how she has a space for sermon notes and a space for new ideas. This was a great purchase. So as you guys can see, you are loving the prayer journal. So if you want to purchase your own, go to www.blessedandbossedup.com or you can go to Amazon and search God is my CEO and it'll pop up there as well. And get your journal is we're halfway through the year and it's time to make God the CEO of your business. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I want to just 
quickly say thank you so much to you guys who have tagged me in your posts, sent me DMs, sent me emails and tweets and everything about the last couple of episodes. It's always so heartwarming when my moments of transparency can provide so much liberation for other people. And it was just confirmation for me to just keep being vulnerable and keep being open. Vulnerability is definitely not an easy thing. It's become easier for me over time, but it's not something that, especially in today's world where everybody is so quick to tear you down, um, vulnerability is difficult because when you open yourself up, you also give people the, not necessarily give people the power, but you give them a, a doorway to put you down. So thank you guys so much for just all the positivity and um, all of that good stuff. It's funny, this is the second time I'm recording this podcast when I recorded it the first time about not too long after I started, maybe about 10 minutes, I realized that I didn't pray before starting the episode. I kind of just cut the mic on and started talking. And that's like a big no-no for me, especially in this season um, right now. I never want to... I never want to take my platform for granted and I never want to speak about God or or have well yeah I never want to speak about God and not invite him to the conversation and I told I might have said this on an episode before but it's so important for me to pray and just invite God into this episode and allow him to use me and really just minimize myself and allow God to be maximized in me when it comes to this podcast I think that in today's world there's enough platforms about nothing about spilling tea or about fashion or about any and it's nothing wrong with those things but there's enough surface level stuff and I really want you guys to have an experience when you listen to this podcast it's not just something for me to just be running my mouth for an hour every week I really want you guys to have an experience and especially with this calling that's on my life it's even more important for me to take this with the utmost level level of uh, seriousness because I never ever want to as somebody being used by God to impact you in any type of way I never want to abuse that and I've been in positions where others have abused that with me I know other people who have been turned away from God as a result of somebody who was being who claimed to have been used by God and so I never want that to be me so I had to check myself real quick like oh no boo this is not your podcast so you need to go ahead and stop that delete and start over after you pray (laughs) but um yeah so here's take two but again thank you guys so much for all of the positive words I'm very much so in the season of the things that I've talked about the last couple of weeks. And it's not always easy, especially in the midst of the storm to try to articulate it. Or it's like I said before, I like to talk about things after they've already happened because then I'm able to add a different level of perspective and um, also provide some encouragement based on being on the other side of that. And I think, and even as I'm talking, I'm realizing that 
one of the reasons it's important for me to talk about it while being in it is because that's what faith is. Faith is being in the midst of one thing, but but understanding that God is going to pull you out of it. It's being in the midst of the struggle, being in the midst of the character building season and not seeing the things that God has been speaking to you and feeling like you're not hearing from God correctly, but understanding that all things work out for my good or understanding that God is perfecting all things concerning me. And in order for him to perfect all things concerning me, I have to be broken up in order for him to be the potter and me be the clay. I have to be disfigured in order to be molded into a masterpiece in order for him in, in order for me to be made a diamond. I have to go through some type of pressure and faith is being able to operate in that while still in it. And it's important for me to communicate with you guys what I'm going through in the midst of me going through it. So that you can identify with where I am, but also have that faith that is the the sunshine is already promised to you, even though it may look like all dark clouds and storm right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I know that that's the purpose of me talking about these things while being in it. And so I just I definitely thank you guys for all the kind words, like I said, and I'm not even going to go more into those things today, but rather I do want to just offer up some, a little bit of advice based off of what someone told me recently. So on Friday, I was really, really in the midst of this character building season. I was just through. I think through is the best way to describe how I felt. I was just in tears, breaking down like, God, what is going on? I'm doing every. I mean, this is real. Like I'm doing everything that you tell me to do. I pray. I fast. I do well. I do right by other people. I do everything you tell me to do. God, why am I not seeing this stuff? I'm being faithful. I'm operating on what I know as opposed to how I feel. That's how I've gotten this far. But what's going on? You know, and and that's really how I felt. And I was just breaking down. It seemed like everything that I was telling you guys up until that point I was doing because I'm definitely no hypocrite. I'm going to do what I say. And I was doing all of those things. But and those things did provide relief. Those things do offer a level of faith to to uh, allow you to go from Monday to Tuesday, because I'm a huge I like to stand on the scripture that don't worry about tomorrow. Today has enough troubles of its own. So those are the things that I will use from uh, one day to get through that day to go to the next day. Then I use those same tools I told you guys before to get through that day. Then I go to the next day. And when I got to Friday, I was like, I don't feel like doing none of this stuff. Like I, I'm tired because I'm now it's it's a routine. I'm used to doing all of these things that I'm talking about, but I don't feel like doing those things. I just want to see a little glimpse of light. And that was pretty much my mood at that point. If I'm being honest, I was tired of doing my tools that I've been communicating to y'all. And I wanted to just see a glimpse of something. And like I told you before, we can't try to use our obedience as a bargaining chip for God to speed up his timing. And, but it was just a moment of weakness for me, if I'm being completely honest. And what I do, my sort of SOS when I'm going through, or I get to that point where I don't even want to do 
all of the things that I know I need to do, I have certain people that I reach out to. And so I reached out to one of my friends and um, I I didn't even really give her. I was so deep into it. I didn't even give her a, a, a um time to reach back out to me. I sent her a text to see if she was available, if she was busy. And I just like cut my phone off and took a nap. I didn't even really allow myself to be able to hear back from her. So when I woke up from my nap, she had sent me a message like, hey, I was I tried calling you. Is everything OK? So I'm like, all right, now I need to uh, talk to her so, because I, I'm not about to just be sleep all day. That's that's not going to work. I don't operate like that. It's time for you to get up and reclaim your power. This is me giving me a, a, myself a pep talk. So I. um told her like or she called me and she was like look I, I this is a super busy day I don't I can't I don't know what's going on with you but I'm about to just pray for you real quick so she had a lot that was going on in her day but she took the second to call me and just pray with me over the phone so that helped and then it was another somebody else that I reach out to as well that I'm that I'm close to and these are people again that's more spiritually mature than me so when you're in a position where you're constantly pouring out to other people especially like me where so much of myself I'm giving out because that's a part of my calling that's my purpose I'm giving 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 you have to have people in your life that are going to be able to pour back into you and you also have to be able to pour back into yourself um, but I talked to the other person that I confide in when I get to moments like that. And I was just going through everything that was on my mind, how I was feeling, just being completely honest without having to come up with no lesson with it. Just like, look, this is what I got. And I'm just going through it. And she was she was giving me the tools that I told you guys. And I'm like, listen, I did all that. And I don't feel like doing that again. <laughs> So I need something else. I need to, some variety here. And she was like, you know, Tatum, when you've done everything that you're supposed to do and you've done everything that you can do, it's time for you to just stand. And when if I'm being honest, when she said that, I really rolled my eyes because I was like, this is so cliche. Like, come on. We all know that Donnie McClurkin song. When you've done all you can, you just stand. I don't really want to hear that. That doesn't make any sense to me. And I told her that. And it is. And again, y'all, it's important when you have people in your life that are pouring into you that you're able to just be honest with them. You don't have to act like anything. You can just be yourself and be just real. And I was like, look, I'm not really trying to hear that. What do you mean? Just stand. Just standing is, is why I'm sitting here toe up. Like I need something more than that. And she was like, no, you don't. And that's what the point that you're missing here is that when you're operating and God and when you're in alignment with what God has for your life and you're obedient and you're operating in what you want, what he has you um, operating in, you have the benefit of not doing anything. It's a benefit, it's a luxury that you have as somebody who is um, a child of God and who is walking in her purpose. You have this benefit of not doing anything. She was saying your problem is you're, you keep trying to do stuff and the stuff that you're doing is one thing. And it's great. It's gotten you through this season thus far. But because it's not working anymore, now you just need to relax and rest in the fact that when you are weak, God is made strong in you. 
So you don't have to do anything because that is promised to you. When you're weak, God is made strong in you. So you need to just stand. And I was like, bruh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I was like, well, look, what does standing look like? <laughs> what does that look like? Because I'm I'm the type of person when it's problem, I go straight to solution. That's why I work well with tools and systems because it allows me to do something to get to my desired solution. But you telling me to just stand, what does that look like? She was like, stop journaling, stop writing things down. Now, this is for me, not necessarily for y'all. But she was like, stop journaling, stop writing things down, stop just sit there and just sit in God's presence. Play whatever worship songs you need to play, but just sit. And then once you get the, the courage or the energy to be able to go back to what you need to do, then do that. But you just need to rest in what God uh, promised you, which is that he is going to be made strong in you. And you need to just stand because you've done everything else. And I was just like, OK. And by the time we got off the phone, I just just sat for a second in my prayer closet and I was just like, okay, um, God, <laughs> your will be done. Because at that point I was prayed out. I had no other words other than that will be done. And that's a benefit too of just understanding certain scriptures or having those, those scriptures that you are able to really um, apply to your life to where sometimes you may run out of things to say life is going to happen. And sometimes you may be prayed out. Sometimes you may not know what else to say, what else to journal, what else to do. And just recite that scripture and that's it. So for me, it was just that will be done. I thank you, Lord, that while I am weak, you are made strong in me. And that was that. I ain't had nothing else to say. And so then I was like, okay, well, what does resting in God looks like for me? Because I also have to build myself back up. Remember, I pour out a lot all the time. So it's time for me to pour back into myself. Like, what can I do? And I was thinking as I was thinking about that, I realized I've, I have gotten so caught up in this season that I forgot to just do some stuff to make myself happy and just do some things that aren't spiritually related, aren't business related, that are just fun for me, that fill me back up. And that's what I did. I was like, OK, I love the water. I I don't know why I was born in the winter and I don't know why I was born in Maryland or D.C. because I'm sure I should have been born in the Caribbean somewhere. I love the water. I don't need to go and travel the world and to Tokyo and Japan and all that. You can take me to Mexico somewhere and I'm just fine as long as I got some good food, some sun. I'm good money. But um, anyway, I was like, OK, I'm. I love the water. I need to go find the water. And the pool just opened up where I live. And so I'm like, bet. I'm going to the pool. I'm about to go do my work at the pool. And that's what I did. I'm finishing up my book. I've actually finished writing my book. And now I'm going back and reading through it. Um, I'm reading through it and just making notes to myself on, okay, you need to elaborate more on this or go do some research and, and add some statistics onto this part so it's not off opinion based and okay this sounds good but you need to move this to the beginning of the chapter as opposed to the middle so just really going and editing it for clarity because I want to make sure 
I'm just the type of person, everything has to be done in excellence. Everything has to be effective. So I don't want anybody who purchased this book to read it and be like, oh, this book was okay. No, this book, I want this book to change your life. And so I'm in the process of making sure that happens. And um, so, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the manuscript to the pool and I'm going to work on it there. And that's what I did. I went to the pool and I was chilling in the sun. It felt good. I got my vitamin D um, doing what I got to do. And then I had some family stuff this weekend. Family is something else that makes me feel good because when I'm hanging out with my family, ain't nobody asking me about nothing business related, spiritually related, nothing. Nobody's asking me that stuff. They're asking me about like, how's the wedding going or how's your, how's your dad or whatever. It's just family. And so that's what I did. I went out, my fiance and I went to a cookout for somebody and his family. And then we went, my family had a game night. So we went there. So this weekend, I really just did things that filled me up, period. And um, that really helped. So for you guys who are who have identified with me over the last couple of weeks and you feel like you are just well, you are just going through it in that character building season. You may have applied everything that I've told you to do and it, it may not be working. Now it's time for you to just rest in God's promises and just stand. You've done everything that you can do. So now it's, like I said, important for you to just stand and then take yourself away from the feelings of how you uh, take yourself away from your feelings and put yourself in environments that fill you up. And uh, for me, I'm going to Cancun. No, I'm not going to Cancun. Where am I going? I'm going to Cabo tomorrow with a group of entrepreneur friends. So that's something else I know is going to fill me up because I'm going to be around just a dynamic group of super bossed up women. And we're also going to be in a place where the water is there and sun. So y'all know I'm about to be living my best life, uh, having a good time with my little virgin pina coladas, straight chilling. But yeah, for you, find those things that you can do. If you just need to take a break, go out with your girlfriends that you haven't seen in a long time because you've been so caught up in your business or go some go take a road trip somewhere. Something for me, I like to drive. It's weird because I don't like road trips, but I like short drives. Like give me like a good 45 minute to an hour drive. I like stuff like that. It helps me clear my head. But just find what's going to pour back into you and do that while resting on what the promises that God has for you. So that's all I wanted to say about that. I really don't want to go into any more detail about that, but I really wanted to share uh, that story and that advice that somebody gave me so that it can bless whomever may be in the same position that I was in. Now let's answer some questions. If you want your question answered on the show, go to blessedandbossedup.com. Click on the Ask a Boss tab to uh, submit your question, or you can send me an email, tatum at tatumtamia.com. The first question comes from Anonymous. She says, firstly, I want to let you know how much your podcast has truly blessed me. Your proof that wisdom doesn't have an age range. Oh, thank you. Now to my question. I just recently started my own interior styling business, and with that, I created my standard social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, etc. 
On these accounts, I display my work, inspirational images, tips, advice, etc. But what I'm starting to realize is there's always a fluctuation in my number of followers. My goal is to have a solid business that can stand on its own without social media, but I can't deny the fact that social media has helped my business. My question is, how can I start the, the day off with a certain number of followers, have a flood of new follower notifications throughout the day, and then the next day my follower count is even lower than the previous day? Is it a trend for pages slash businesses to follow others to gain new followers? And once you follow them back, they unfollow you. Yep. What are some tips to weed out the not so loyal supporters and grow your core audience on social media? Great, great, great question. I'm so excited about this question. Okay. First of all, yes, there is a trend. One of the things that people do to build up their followers is they follow a bunch of people. And then like you said, once they follow you back, they unfollow you. That's just a little hack that people often do in order to um, grow their follower count. And sometimes people will link like their Instagram to, let's say their Facebook and follow everybody on their Facebook list to get their numbers up. And then they'll go back and unfollow people. It's those are very common hacks. Now, the first thing I want you to understand is don't get so caught up in the amount of followers. You can have thousands and hundreds of thousands of followers and nobody care at all about what you're doing. I've seen it from a consumer standpoint. I've seen it from a consultant standpoint where I've had clients who've had all of these followers and I'm talking to them and I'm like, well, why aren't you making any money if if you have all of these followers? And the truth is, it's just a bunch of numbers and nobody really genuinely cares about what it is that you're offering. And also you may have built a tribe of people that simply are not your target audience. And so that's no good either. So the first thing I will tell you is really just get your mind off of the amount of followers and focus on your conversion. The numbers you need to be worried about is the people that convert into clients or customers customers of some kind. Now, you said that when you started your interior styling business, you created your standard social media accounts. This is something almost everybody does. You feel like you need to have all of these social media pages so that you can post, 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 build your following and get customers. That may in theory sound like a good thing to do, but it's it. It equates to a lot of time wasted and money not being made. Instead, prior to creating any social media accounts, you need to have an understanding of your target audience and where they are. If your audience is on primarily, let's say, um, hmm, let's say your audience is primarily on Instagram then you need to focus on Instagram. You can have all of these other pages. You can have the Facebook or the Twitter. You just link your Instagram to it and let it just spill out your content to those platforms. But your focus needs to be on what converts the most. Now, in the beginning, it's okay if you may not know, but pay attention to your conversion numbers and that will tell you what you need to pay attention to. The best example I can give to this is for me. When I wanted to launch my um, consulting business, I didn't want to just be on social media. I wanted to figure out how can I connect with my target audience, one, in a place where they are, two, in a space where a lot of my competitors are not, and three, in a space where I can actually have their undivided attention. 
And with social media in general, that's just not really possible to have their undivided attention because as soon as we open up our phones and go anywhere, somebody is selling us something, whether it's sponsored ads, whether it just be the people that we're following, whatever it is, they're always that we're always being sold to. And naturally, if I'm scrolling on social media, I'm scrolling. Very rarely am I going to stop and actually pay enough of attention to somebody. And so um, that's why I was like, okay, how else can I present myself to my target audience? And so that's where podcasting came in for me, because podcasting one, when somebody is listening to the podcast, I will bet a lot of money right now that you're listening to me while you're doing something else. You're either on your way to work at the gym at work or something or any type of transit. You're doing something while you're listening to this podcast. So that means I have your undivided attention and I'm building a rapport with you. So when I when I do post on social media, you're going to pay attention to it because now I'm your mind goes to how much you love me from listening to the podcast. So I'm not neglecting social media. It's just not my focus. The podcast is because that's where I'm able to build a rapport. I also knew that my competitors do not maintain their podcast. They're very inconsistent with it. They don't take the time to do one every single week. And so I'm like, no, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to give somebody, I'm going to give my audience uh, good content every single week. And so that's what I've done. And it builds up that rapport. And so I suggest that you do the same thing. Find that way the way that you can connect with your audience that separates you from everybody else and pay attention and figure out where their their attention is the most now and how you can relate that to your business now this is a huge huge marketing tip for everybody the space that you need to live in when it comes to marketing your business is between uh, is the space that we call shared value so you need to figure out what your goals are as far as your business goals, what your goals are of your customer and how you can create shared value. How can you merge the two? So if your goal is to get uh, interior styling clients and their goal is to have a beautiful space, then you need to create content that gives them beautiful spaces because that converts to them being a client. And, um, so yeah, let's take you saying you have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, etc. Which one of these do people go to when it comes to interior styling? Which one of these do your target audience go to? Because you really have to define that as well. 20-somethings, I'm not saying that 20-somethings don't really go to interior stylists, but 20-somethings probably wouldn't have the disc or young, let's say 27 and under, they probably won't have the discretionary income to just invest in an interior stylist. They might be more so on the DIY side of things. So I, if I were you really, I don't, you didn't tell me who your target audience was specifically, but really dive into that target audience to figure out where are they and how can I maximize where they are? Um, and for me, like, I told y'all I'm finishing my book. My book is coming out. So as I'm thinking about marketing my book, I'm thinking outside the box. Like, okay, how can I market and sell this book in a way to where I'm connecting with people on a different level? And um, I'm trying to say if I should say this or not. 
uh, yeah, I'll say this. Yeah, I'll say this. So one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to do more video content. So y'all love the podcast and y'all, I'm going to give you guys more video content because I noticed that I'll test things out. Like I'll go live while recording the podcast and I won't even tell people I'm going live. I'll just pop up on there and a lot of people will tune in. And I knew that I always wanted to do video for the podcast, but if I'm being honest, nine times out of ten, I look a mess while I'm recording the podcast and I just didn't feel like getting beat to record. But so I'm going to do more video. It's not going to be a video of me just recording the show, but it's going to be more of um like a show that's created around the same content. I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Uh, uh, never mind. It's going to be a show. Let's just say it's going to be a video show. So when I was thinking, I was like, okay, what platform am I going to put this on? Now, something that I realized, and this is a just a gem for all of you guys, pay attention to when you're on social media, don't just be a consumer. Pay attention to how brands and people are moving. So I realized that and a lot of people, y'all go straight to YouTube like, oh, I need to create a YouTube just because everybody's YouTubers. It's it's almost second nature because you see so many people doing it. And I don't operate like that. And it's not a smart way to operate as a marketer. So I'm like, okay, why are all of these these shows coming out on Facebook now? Like, why is this red table talk on Facebook. Why is, uh, I forgot who else has a show. Why is this coming out on Facebook? So I start doing some digging like, okay, Facebook already is Facebook, how it moves. Facebook updates and moves way quicker than most other social networks. It's their, their, whoever they have working there is able to implement things very quickly or fix changes very quickly. They it took, it take them a little longer on Instagram, but <laughs> with Facebook, they're able to fix things fast. So I'm like, okay, hmm. And then Facebook is just consistently growing, buying out all of their competition. That's pretty much their method. So why would Facebook create why are people launching shows on Facebook? And so um, I start doing some research like Facebook versus YouTube, stuff like that. And Facebook rolled out this, this platform called Facebook watch, which is pretty much the Facebook version of YouTube. And so as I'm doing my research, I'm seeing the difference between YouTube and Facebook watch the benefits of Facebook watch versus YouTube. And then the benefits of YouTube versus Facebook watch also paying attention to Facebook's, I mean, YouTube's money. How is, how is Google doing as far as YouTube goes? You know, YouTube is owned by Google. So how, how is, how are they doing financially? How are advertisers doing there? Because the advertisers are what's really driving the platform. So I'm just paying attention to all of this stuff, doing all of this research to figure out when I introduce this new thing as a marketing tool, where is it going to go in a way that it is beneficial to me as well as my consumers. Also with Facebook, a huge pro for Facebook watch is there are, I don't remember the exact number, but it's about 500 million more 
people on Facebook than it is on YouTube. And everybody has a Facebook account. Not everybody has YouTube accounts. So with face and then people a lot of times spend people spend time on Facebook doing other things besides just watching videos. So that provides an opportunity for me to give them a notification to say, hey, click on this while they're already on the platform, as opposed to YouTube, they go there, they look at their videos and then they're gone. But because people are spending more time on Facebook, on their friends pages, sharing stuff, um, posting statuses in groups, whatever, it provides an opportunity for me now to insert myself again where they already are. So this is just the mindset I'm I'm trying to let you guys into the way that I think so that you are able to see how you should be making decisions. And so I'm like, okay, when I introduce this new thing I have, it's going to probably be on Facebook watch. I'm going to put it on YouTube too, because who says I can't do both, but I'm, I'm talking specifically about the focus. My focus will be on Facebook watch. And then I'll also just put it on YouTube to have it there for the people that go there. But my focus is going to be on here because here as in Facebook, because it provides more opportunity for me there. It's worth my time more there. Just like with my podcast, The podcast is worth my time more. So yeah, I'll record this show every week and I'll put it up and I'll make sure that if I don't do anything else, this podcast goes up and, um, and then, yeah, I'll use social media, but my, and social media does help, but my return on investment is greater, but from a podcast based on all of that research that I did prior to launching the show. And so I'm letting you guys into my mindset and how I think as far as making marketing decisions, because I want you to do the same thing. You don't just create your standard social media accounts under the breath of that's what you're supposed to do. You have to make strategic decisions based off of what's going to put your business in the best position to convert people into customers. Um, so yeah, that's another thing, a tip I would give you. Now she says that on her account, she displays her work, inspirational messages, tips, advice, etc. Now it sounds like your social accounts that you have are very you focused. Whenever you are marketing online, you have to present it in, or you have to think about what to post in the aspect of why do people care? It's not about you. It's about the benefit. It's that shared. That's why shared value is so important, because if you operate in a space of shared value, then you will always, excuse me, provide something of value to the consumer. But if you're just putting out your work and inspirational messages and tips of and advice, it's just stuff that you want to do. It, it sounds like you you just created these things because it felt like you felt like that's what you should do, as opposed to what does your target audience what want to see? What do they need in order to invest in an interior styling business? So really think about those things. Inspirational images, okay. Like that might be, I don't really see the point in that. What does that have to do with them? We People get inspired all day, every day. Everybody is a motivational speaker. Everybody's fake deep. Like inspirational messages are just a dime of dozen at this point. We see them all day. How are you going to present what they need in order for them to buy from you? Um... Yeah, so I think I answered all of the questions that you had. Consistency is, she asked consistency. Yeah, consistency is definitely important. 
it shows how you will be if they invest in you. Because if you're inconsistent with the things that you're doing, then you're going to be inconsistent with them. So it's definitely inconsistent. Consistency is definitely very important. Appearance is definitely important, especially for interior styling. So everything that you do should be very beautiful because it's showing them that you have style and it's showing them why did they why they should invest in you. And she asks, what about a sense of realness? Transparency is also important um, because people don't invest in businesses. They invest in people. So I would if I was working with you, I would ask you, why are you doing what you're doing and how can you incorporate that into your business or your marketing? What's your What's your story? What is your your customer story? How can you merge your story and their story to where they connect with you? A sense of realness and transparency is important in business, period. It's not just about because that's what's going to make people know you like you trust you. Remember, people buy from those they know they like they trust. So you should always be have a sense of realness and just raw honesty. And yeah, yeah. That's it for that question. I feel like I, I, I said a lot. Um, and I'm actually going to stop it there because I did say a lot. <laughs> so for the sake of time, I'm going to stop it there. Again, if you have any questions, you guys go to blessedandbossedup.com. Click on the Ask a Boss tab so that I can answer it on the show. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I will be talking to you guys next week. I'm excited about the interviews that I have coming up while I'm in Cabo. I'm going to be interviewing some of the amazing ladies that I'm going to be there with. And I'm super excited to interview them because they have some amazing stories that I can't wait to share with you guys. But in the meantime, follow your girl on the gram at Tatum Tamia, T-A-T-U-M-T-E-M-I-A. Post the episode episode share the episode with your friends and yeah i will oh leave us a review you guys please leave an itunes review and i think that's it for a little announcements i will talk to you guys next week i hate turkey hunting i'm freezing me too it feels like 25 below 25 did you know you can get up to 25 percent off grocery store prices at bj's wholesale club up to 25 percent off bj sounds perfect for thanksgiving shopping they have really good turkey prices too then what are we freezing our bleeps off out here for let's go to bj's save in club or shop on bj's.com